I didn't see the leg. Um, I, I didn't see the leg. Sorry. Um, okay, so you're gonna have to start again. Sorry, this um, our report stopped. It's fine, I'm recording. No, we, we, we're gonna have to start again, not because you admitted you tripped your child as you smashed your face into something. <laughs> no, it was an accident. No, no, no an accident. we have to start again because the recording stopped. Okay, Adam, sure. <sighs> no, I'll, se I'll send it. To, it's just, I pushed the wrong key and it stopped. Matt, have you got the. Yeah, mine's mask? recording. So okay, fine. thanks. Okay, we'll, we'll start again. I got to sweep the leg admission. Um, leg for his baby okay, I'll just repeat. I'll just repeat myself. Okay, three, two, one. Hello and welcome to Is Rugby Bands. It's the podcast about rugby. Apologies that we're coming to you on a Tuesday. Um, unfortunately, my child had a mini accident yesterday and she cut her lip. It just caused bedlam in the house. Long story short, um, the parenting. Uh, how did she come to Adam? She... Oh, no, just, just wait. At least Adam is not responsible for it. Like, I'll just feel so yeah. shit if, no, like, for example, yeah, at least you're not responsible, Adam. This is so, why so, I don't tell but, you but, things but... off air because she just tripped, she tripped over my foot. Okay. It, it, it was an accident. Um, is See, that, I, is I that her telling you that that's all bullshit? No, no. That's, that's, the, the, that's... This is this is James. He's he's managed to skewer his um his digger with the shaft of a golf club and he's waving it around. No, so so <laughs> winning. Ben, would you say that's the most advanced version of a sand wedge? Um, well, he, nice. ooh, that is that is a great great pun. Yeah, this thing could definitely get through a bunker. Yeah, nice. Nice. How how is everybody? I guess Ben, I'll start with you. You're working from home. Which is not not ideal, you said. Yeah, no, no, it really isn't, because um, my kids aren't at crash either. So, <laughs> you know, I'm not at I'm not at my most productive, and I'm compounding it by recording a podcast during working hours. I know. So, uh, yeah. Well, me too. I, I'm not at home right now. But thank goodness, Alex, are you at home or you working? I am at home, but I'm not during working hours because it's a professional podcast, and I just had to do a full-time job. But other people. Nice. Okay. Well, I'm kind of in the same boat. Except my accountability lives overseas. Matt, uh, how are you? Oh, I'm good. Okay, James. Fair enough. James already has his opinions on the chicken. He's just quite uh, over that all, all black to victory. He just can't hold himself back. Okay. He obviously saw the, the run from a Roman intimate. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Right. Let's get crack on since we, this so, is a professional sorry, podcast. Just, just a bit of context. So I broke okay. my seven iron the other day. And uh, then we, we, James and I took it to the shop to repair it. And now the, now he's found another broken golf club, which he wants to send to the shop to repair as well. I mean, James, just, James just loves an outing by the sounds of it. Yeah, God, it's, it's fucking miles away. It's like an hour drive to fix my golf club. That's like the entire island version. Literally, it's pretty much the entire. It's like two thirds of the island to go fix my golf. But well, he is quite cute, though. He's very, very chatty. Um, it it seems. But I guess we can get get chatty on other things, gents. Uh, we've got a lot of news, a lot of uh, games to go through. Uh, so I guess we'll just get cracking with just a bit of news. When did the Rassi announcement come out? 
I don't think I don't know. No, we did it. It was it was after we recorded. So. Yeah. yeah, of course it was. But it's like um, so, it's old news now. But yeah, in short, at this point, I mean, it's been argued to death. Mm. It's so Rassi, he's been banned from all rugby for two months in a nutshell, and he went to Mauritius, refused Ben's invite to watch the game, which we which was very hurtful. Yeah, uh, I guess. It. Uh, yeah, and then he's been banned from any match day activities in short until after pretty much the rugby championship. Can I, I understand? It makes sense that World Rugby can ban him from because I don't know. I haven't seen anything discussing like the legalities of this because it makes sense they can ban him from match days because they are yes. World Rugby events. But yes. can they ban him from all rugby activities? So it's uh, the same as I suppose a disciplinary suspension yeah. for like for like Joe Marler grabbing when Jones's cock. Like he was no, banned no, from but, rugby. But, he but, couldn't. No, he no, couldn't professionally. World, world Rugby can't really dic- because I, I think SA Rugby should be able to sue World Rugby now for the value of Russi's um, for like lost um, you know because they've effectively removed one of our our employees I my point but, so, yeah. I watched them with child I don't think they because the loss is you want to blow book Um I don't think they can sue for damages or what are damages? Because the damages were incurred by them. By, by Rossi's misconduct, who is their yeah. director of rugby, like part of their like executive bro- like committee. But they, they surely can't stop him from pressure up to work, like in his capacity as director rugby, like you know, just you no know, no, I'm sure. I'm sure he's like exchanging emails with with bosses. Um, he's, he's just logged yeah. into a different Gmail account for the yeah. yeah, it's, it's Yakov at, at gmail.com. Yeah, I mean we could we could debate against the, the type of sanction. Overall, do you think it was fair? I mean, the, the report did have a few. I'll, I'll call them errors, just to be polite. Kind of how they took Nick Berry's word over Siakulisi's in a nutshell. They said, yeah. oh, we believe Sia is an honest oak, but he doesn't have a fact. Meanwhile, Barry's words treated as a fact. That's a problem. We, we'll leave that aside. It hasn't been analyzed to death on, on Twitter. Um, the Twitter sphere last week was particularly ugly between, I mean, one could blame Mr. Rabbi Mag, Mark Kehoe, and those assholes for publishing that sort of content, along with a lot of the Northern Hemisphere people. Overall, the ban, does he probably did release the video. Um, yeah. And look, he probably did make Nick Barry's life a lot harder, though. Um, I don't know. Nick Berry also should take some consequences. We'll talk about. I don't want to talk about referees too much later on, but referees should be accountable for their decisions. It didn't seem entirely unfair. Like it seemed acceptable, though. According to a report, they wanted to ban him until after uh, the World Cup next year. That might have been a bit much. Who knows? Overall, it seemed a fairish decision. Though how they got there, I'm not so sure. Yeah. To 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 be honest, I I don't. I, I understand what they want to do because they, they don't want you can't be seen to in any way endorse what Rassi did with this video because then because if Rassi got off lightly the problem is people would just start taking the piss completely Yeah, 100%. and you, you know it, it would be like okay let's wait for the Tuesday complaint videos after literally every um, <laughs> yeah yeah, after you know, it would on it would be like something you know, like Supersport would run, you know, special. Okay, time for the Tuesday complaints or whatever. 
Um, so, so I understand why they went hard. Um, yeah. To me, it still seems pretty harsh, eh? Like, yeah, the um, length of ban seems harsh. The the length of ban is, if if you if you think about it, the equivalent of what what a player has to do to get suspended for effectively mm. a year. Yeah. Well, like that's that's, yeah. that's effectively assault on the rugby field. Like you, yeah. you know, that's like eye gouging while biting a guy. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, 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 so if you scale it like that, like it is pretty severe. I can see why they went hard, but also the timing's a bit suspicious. To be to be frank, yeah. like, like like it does. May, maybe it's coincidentally. Like, Yes, James, that's the charger. Good job. Um, um, like the the timing is a bit suspicious because try to take Rassi out just before the England test, and there's no getting around it. World Rugby is effectively an English institution. Pretty much. So yeah. yeah so that 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 to me didn't um, didn't didn't smell right. But yeah, mm. all in all, like. To be honest, if someone says you can win the Lions tour and Rassi, Rassi can't be, you know, Rassi has to back away for a year, I would take it. No, I think, like, generally speaking, these sorts of hits are easier to take when we are number one mm. in the world. And we we're sitting on the William Mabella's trophy. And it's also, you know, it's the end of long year. Everyone's, like, just happy to kind of have Rocky back. Um... And you know, Russell himself has already tweeted, you know, just him drinking a glass of whiskey or brandy or something, really from Mauritius. So, you know, he, like, life is good. You know, things could be a lot worse. And, uh, you know, maybe next year during the rugby championship, we'll feel it's a lot more. Um, but, so a couple of things. Uh, I do agree with you, Ben, uh, in terms of the suspension being harsh, but also feeling kind of disproportionate. Like it's on a step with, as you as you pointed out, like the, there's such a a weird kind of obsession from World Rugby with like short bans for players and no bans really for referees. And that's kind of what a lot of this comes down to is like the, the inconsistency with which they discipline you know, bad performances um, from refereeing staff as post coaching staff. And you know, that's what Rusty was you know, setting out to highlight. Um, and in a way, that point has actually been made. Uh, but due to the fact that. Uh, Rusty's received like a uh, one-year ban essentially, and Nick Berry's got no sanction whatsoever. You know, debatably whether he should, um, but you know, just generally speaking, referees get off as, as far as we public can tell, scot free. Um, mm. That said, the, if you read the report, I mean. There is some some quite heavy evidence. Like we as public saw very little of what actually went on. Um, so you know the main thing is Rusty contacting Nick Berry directly and saying, you know, not 
start blackmailing out there by threatening to release the footage. Yeah, that's. I exactly. think that's probably the most damning thing about Russia's behavior. I mean, in terms of some of the points he raised, I, I think that I'll say there's been a general consensus that yeah, Barry did not have a good game. Um, but in terms of how Rusty got there, blackmail, threaten, threatening, implied threats, that's not on. But that being said, World Rugby should review the process. Referees, so I am sympathetic to referees, but you, World Rugby can't expect coaches and the public to expect better or change their behavior unless the referees come to the party. But at the moment, referees do not seem accountable whatsoever. I was listening, I just saw a clip on, um, it's the tactic show that Owen Kamani hosts. And then Swayce made the comment, um, or David's made the comment, that they should make the process about referee reviews more public. There should be more transparency. Yeah. I think that'll help eliminate a lot of these problems. A lot of it happens but, but, in the background. Yeah, not totally um, public. I can understand the risk. Yes, like, yes. So that's definitely, it. I don't know, like, is it is it a risk to, let's say, having a, a ranking for referees? Or do you think that teams would be, like, they'll, they'll give a bit too much ammunition to teams... Like saying, how do we get the sixth rank referee? For yeah, this game? I think ranking might be a bit of a stretch, but in terms of the look, obviously we need, we need to know more how yeah. the process actually works. Maybe they, maybe you could like create tiers, but then not necessarily rank them within the tiers. Yeah, it's, yeah, so yeah, it's, it's tough one. But I, I, I do want to kind of, under maybe it's just the like statistician in me. Like, I would like to know who the one rank referee is at any given time, mm. for example. Um, it's Amy, Bar- Amy Barrett Theron. Well, I know that. Obviously. But, the, but yeah, obviously, World Rugby doesn't. Mm. Question. Sorry, tangent. Um, I understand if there's a bias against, like, female referees. Not a bias, but if there's a supposition that they don't have the physicality to keep up which is bullshit, but, you know, maybe whatever. Um, but why can't they be TMOs? Why don't we have more female TMOs? Yeah, that argument do a better job. At I think rates. it's be- because of the way the the process, because being a TMO, it seems like some sort of golden parachute you get, you know, once you're, too, once you're too fat to keep up. So, yeah. so, so by, by implication, because there are fewer female referees, there are fewer female TMOs because yeah. they aren't coming through the, mm. sort of the, the the bias against referees becomes a bias against TMOs. Yeah, I, and I don't know how TMOs make errors. I don't know how TMOs make errors. Anyway. Mm. Yeah, Matt? No, I was going to say, yeah, so what TMOs sort of seen as a more seasoned, more experienced ref, you know, it's got years of... Inter- seasoned. Years experienced. of... Years of interpret- interpreting laws <laughs> under their belt. Yeah, well, they got some in, well, that's true. Mm. All right, look, we could go around and around on this, but uh, I think some sunlight's the ultimate disinfectant. Uh, punishment, probably fair. I said some of the logic, we won't get too much into it. You can follow AP Crinia on Twitter. He's made some interesting comments, and it said the rugby Twitter sphere was burning down last week for various reasons, good and bad. Um, so if you want to learn more, you can check that out. Let's see here. So we've mentioned Rassi already. Oh, um, so just some other random news, Dan McKenzie. He's joined Matt's boys in Japan, Centurion and Goliath. So he signed um, he will not be taking part in Super Rugby Pacific. Have I declared my allegiance for Santori? Well, it was implied in the group. 
you acted like they're your your team when I mean, you see he's playing for Centauri. That feels like glory chasing. That's like declaring myself uh, a Leicester Tigers um, fan. Um, can, can we also talk about Gregor Townsend's little complete piss take? Oh, him oh, yeah, and well, well, him we, and I think Rennie we'll as well. Next. We should also so, discuss so, at some point, seeing as we're discussing yeah, we'll, we'll sledging with... refs. Yes. So, uh, so Ben, just for the viewers, I mean listeners, what did um, Townsend have a piss take about? Well, he said, almost using the exact same phrasing as Barry, he was saying that. Um, the the reputation of one of his players has been irreparably damaged because of that whole yeah. Russi saying, "Yo, kick to him, he's cock." Oh, uh, give me a break! <laughs> like, I'm sorry. He, like, he, he said character assassination. Didn't he? Yeah, character assassination. The Northern Hemisphere so, was the biggest bunch of shills, and sorry, the British rugby rugby authorities, uh, and that doesn't. So I'm talking about the Scots, the Welsh, and the English. They're the biggest bunch of shills. Honestly, it's like, oh, no, just for someone saying their player's cuck, who perhaps can't catch a harbour or whatever it may be. Oh, he's been character assassinated. That's their job. No, but that's see, that's what Townsend said. That's what Townsend said. It's not play. the job of the coach to be sledging like that. It's the job. job. But he said, yeah, he didn't say that he's anti which is, my, I think, my favourite part. He didn't say that, you know, there's no room for sledging. He said that coaches shouldn't be sledging from the side of the field. Oh, that's bullshit. So, no, so that's clearly no, someone no, else can... So, two things, two things. First of all, that's not sledging. That's like giving your own play instructions, which is literally a coach's job. That's the, <laughs> yeah. the entire job. And you identifying weaknesses. Yeah. Number two, Rust is not a coach. He's so admin staff at best. Whatever. But number three, I think that teams should employ a specialist leisure. And like they're allowed, they, they're allowed one person you can stand on the side of the field and talk <laughs> to the other players. Just, just like, yeah, like it's a, it's like the opposite of a cheerleader, you know? So <laughs> well, that, you just have like one sorry. guy and if anyone else does it, you're like, oh, that's all side, you're, you're not allowed to be out of bounds, you know, you, you can't do that. But the sledger can, can do or say whatever you want. It's like in, like in baseball. <laughs> sorry, apology, privilege. Have you seen basketball? Um, <laughs> Man Stone and, and Trey Parker, like before they did a uh, soft park. No. Um, yeah, it's like a big part of the game is is like basically trying to put off the other team. So I think it should be large. Yeah, it's almost like okay, I'm bringing up Roman history when a, when a guy had a triumph. Yeah, he, he he's having a grand time, but there was someone on the on the chariot who's being pulled along, whispering in his ear. Telling him he was mortal. We could do that at Rybik to give him a loud phone. And maybe if it's in Africa, I don't know, but a brand new Coke, that sort of yeah. thing. Uh, but have automated technology to cut out swear words just for the kids. And now we go to Field, field Science Ledger, Alex Tarr. Hey! <laughs> I mean, we've already got, in SA, we've already got, if we just sort of employ that physio that runs up and down the side of the field cheering them, cheering the players I on, think we can and, just double job her like that. And after a few beers, I think it would be a great Sledger. Very underrated. <laughs> and, uh, you, uh, a real a real up and cover. Yeah, it's really worked out. Do you know who <laughs> uh, apparently was a very good sledger when they were playing? Was uh Jeb Sinclair. I saw there were someone uh, when he was overseas in the northern hemisphere apparently he was prolific at sledging in the premiership. Oh, good. Oh. Former um, Stormer alum. It is uh, something I would just, uh, just think of a front guard to sit in a chair 
Or no, Ma. And uh, just sit in the chair with the, and just keep throwing off Brandon's coke and and let her rip. And she'll just say, hey, stupid hog, get cuck. And he won't know, but we'll know. <laughs> we'll know. Um, it is something that I. I don't like. I think I've discussed this before. I don't like how you have to be respectful of your. You know, no, you know, so say, say, like before, say, I don't know, New Zealand's playing Tonga. Okay. Sam Kane can't sit there at the press conference and just say, you know what? These guys are shit. We're going to fucking destroy them. Like, come on. Like, half of these oaks wouldn't even make super rugby sides. Like, you know, we're just going to completely dominate them up front. We're going to just release Will Jordan to score five tries, and it's going to be a joke. The coach is probably going to make us run laps after, so we actually get some proper practice in. Like, like, he can't say that, but I kind of wish they could. You know, you could just chirp your opposition. Like, But you always have to say, you know, oh, we respect the Tongans. They they fighters. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, they, oh, we, we know we're in for a physical confrontation. Really, you know, they're thinking, oh, fuck, these oaks are shit. We're going to hammer them. That's so, yeah, right. like, yeah, dedicated mm. strategy. So the captain can be all polite, and then when he's done at the press conference, Linda the tunny, and she says what's mm. on her mind. She's like, yeah, you know, England are cuck. They're gonna they're gonna struggle with our scrum, and uh, you know, Martin Smith is a pretty boy who who's been elevated to test rugby too soon. Pretty steward is too tall. Um, he's a shitter version of Jordy Barrett, and uh, Manu Tuolagi is big for nothing. He's going to get injured in the first 10 minutes, and Damien De Allender is going to run all of his replacements. And who the fuck is Max Madelins? What kind of name is that? And why are they even doing a 6 2 split? What are they thinking? Yeah. A six a six two split but with uh, with uh two loose forwards. Fuck yeah. idiots. You you dare use our own magic against us? Yeah. I, I dare you. Do not recite Rather the old you. magic to me, I was there when it was written. Have you seen that Key and Peel with the Barack Obama's anger translator? I was just thinking <laughs> that. That's that, that such a comparison. <laughs> yeah. I need to watch that. It's, uh, yeah, anyway. Sorry, I'm, anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm lost. Um, I guess we can move on. The Barbars, they've confirmed there will be three box in the squad to face Samoa. So that would be Malcolm Mark, Stephen Kitsoff, and Dwayne Vermeulen. Dave Rennie will be coaching the team. they got um, Samoa and the Barbarians. They're going to contest the Killick Cup in what's going to be a doubleheader to end the international season. Uh, I won't go through the entire team, but... I, I I must playing with the barbarians would be such a jaw, in a way. I mean, they even got like you got Nick White playing with some a lot of the players that he irritates the living shit out of during the international season, and just to get to know Oaks on a more personal basis. Rob Kearney, the former Ireland and Force legend, he's also going to be playing. So um, good for him. Barbar bar, rugby, uh, it's always great. I, I look at oh, this quite There's one Kiwi Australians. Hey. Yeah, I'm just trying to bring up a squad here. Here we are. Um, is, yeah, is Joe Muller there? Sorry, who? Muller. Say that again. Muller. No, no. Muller's not in it. Yeah. yeah. He's a dick. I like that guy. Like him. But it seems like it's mostly Australia, though in fairness there's quite a few Japanese players. 
Uh, one Scottish, one Irish. Um, Zorg is still playing for their clubs. Um, so Isaiah Parisi is not Japanese. He plays for the Waratahs. So it's primarily Australian, but with a few sprinkles going on, I guess they need to say Africa just to bulk things up. Why not? Um, talking about bulking and bullshit, and Clive Woodward said the Six Nations can provide all four semi-finalists at the Rugby World Cup in 2023. Um, do, do you know? Do you know what I like about statements like that? Is it's very verifiable. So like when yes, um, when he you know, when he's wrong, someone's gonna retweet he, this and be like, "Hey, Clive, what do you think of this?" Like even he will be wrong. I mean, yeah, he will be wrong. But like, I mean, it's not like statistically impossible yeah but, like the numbers are on his side it's not like he picked like six teams will fit into seven slots or something like yeah, a full seven yeah, slots like you know, at least the match was there so like you said all six nations sides are going to be in the same final like okay, <laughs> you know, whatever like it could be england france wales island I, mm. I guess yeah or anyway yeah. Anyway, that's, but that's yeah, I hate losing to the press. No, me too. Like, it's we'll get the game, but like, it's just it's a non sentence. Like, you know, we could just easily say that they're going to be South Africa or Australia New Zealand again. Um, and you know, what's the big deal? Like, okay, you know, good mm. insight. Thanks, Clive. Uh, it's just it's, actually. I don't know, you Mr. Interquote. Um, out of curiosity, I actually, I'm gonna look at the Rugby World Cup pools to see, yeah, to see if, it's, if, it's if it's actually, actually possible. physically possible. If the layout yeah. of like someone, someone did that already. Did they? Yeah. And well, was the, it possible? England, possible. Ireland, mm. and France, they could easily reach the semis. Uh, I don't think no, the, the, but it's, the, it's not like any Wales. of them are like doubled doubled up in pools or something. Yeah, it's yeah. not like three. It's not like they're England, England, Ireland, and France in one pool or whatever, because then it would no. be impossible. No, yeah. no, no, no. no, I think I think England, France, Ireland, Wales. So Ireland and Scotland are in the same pool. Italy and France are in the same pool. Yeah. Wales and England are in their uh-huh. own pool. Yeah. Yeah. So I suppose mathematically it could work out. I mean, okay, like maybe. Come on, Italy. I really do want it to be Italy just to like mm. upset him because that's clearly <laughs> not for him. I forgot about Italy. My bad. <laughs> I, I can, like, obviously France and England, but I would, I would be surprised if, if Ireland Wales make it. Wales. Ireland, but Ireland are hitting their, their glorious yeah. uh, between World Cup peak at the moment, Alex. Come believe. on. Believe, no, believe. I believe that Ireland will be number one in the world in a year's time and I, I don't believe they'll make the semis as World Cup during Treaty mm. we'll see, yeah we'll, we'll see if they're going to build it France I think they're, France are the biggest ones to watch certainly uh, very quickly before we just get into the weekend's games the squads for Super Rugby Pacific the five New Zealand teams and uh, Fiji Drew and Moana Pacifica they have revealed their squads for the coming competition I know we're getting excited in draft land for that, um, I know they, I, mean, I don't know anything about this oak, but the New Zealand media rave a lot about it. Roger um, Tuivasa Sheck, he's going straight into Super Rugby without having played for Auckland just due to the lockdown restrictions. And then Patrick Tupelotu, he's going to be missing from the Blues. Dan McKenzie's missing. Um, I liked on the Fiji Drew squad, they have one fly half, just how we like it mm. in particular. Um, one too many. And, 
One yeah, one point. too many. If you as you ask, if you ask me, I don't teach your paranoia. Returning to the Hurricanes, well, delve obviously a lot deeper into these squads, much closer to the time. I mean, I'm just checking are, that the Rebels have one they, scrum half, which is also a very match yeah. strat. Yeah, um, and there's a few players that are going to be missing through injury, but you can just find that online. But we're getting excited. Pablo Matera also at the Crusaders on a one-year contract. Interested to see how much he plays. So I think we're looking forward to it. I think it's going to be good. Yasi is also back this week. Um, so we will be experiencing the team sheet stress once more. Um, I so like the fact that we pushed pushed just... the deadline back an hour, and then they changed the clocks to an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so the team sheet's still getting them one hour before deadline. Um, just FYI, Phil released two little headlines for URC. Scarlets are taking their, their Welsh that. players to, to to SA. Cardiff leaving their Welsh their well their national side players at home. I've tried checking my strong Oh, uh, wait, Cardiff. Yeah, so if What's you've got today? Cardiff players, you're going to have to look at... Wait, that might affect my transfers. <laughs> thanks for thanks for, letting, thanks for letting me know. I might need to make make a slight change. Uh, sorry, uh, I mean, I'd be very good at sending one email this, this whole time. All right, let's can get you to... Can you confirm, Alex? I have been, I, I have been. Uh, let's get to the rugby. Just some of the results before we talk a little bit about some of the bigger games. Ireland pumped Argentina, 53-7. So, I mean, they had a little bit of an low ebb at the Did moment. Did Dizema got his contract extension? Really? Yeah. I, was, I thought they wouldn't renew. No, but so, it looks like that they did renew. Because he had to okay. beat... I think they, they said the clause was he had to beat two Northern Hemisphere sides. So, I think they drilled Italy and there was another one, that, like another easy one that Georgia. they drilled. Georgia. No, it wasn't even Georgia. What was it? Let me find it. Uh, give me a sec. Carry on, as you were. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wait, Romania, uh, they beat Tonga 32-20. So good on Romania. Uh, they've had a pretty decent autumn international season. Um, and Georgia and Fiji, good result for Georgia. They played a 15-all draw with Fiji. Mm-hmm. Um, it leads straight past Uruguay. I would say that's a fair reflection of both teams' ability. I haven't seen enough of Georgia. I mean, but Georgia should actually be in the six nations at this point because italy only just beat uruguay 17 10 um and scotland beat japan 29 20 um i i agree uh, georgia is stuck in this no man lands they're too good for the rest of europe but they can't get a step up into the table even though the visionary bill beaumont has been talking about creating more sense than we can do but we beat that horse to, uh, that uh, mule to death metaphorically yeah Yes, you found the result. Yeah, I knew it was a tier two nation. They beat Wales in July, 33-11. <laughs> so that's nice. that's one of their Northern Hemisphere wins, and the other one was obviously now Italy. Yeah, well, Italy yeah, barely counts. Uh, I guess we'll start with briefly uh, Wales Australia. Wales 29, Australia 28. Uh, red card, unlucky, but by the laws, fair enough. One one could say. Oaks just need to tackle lower. Uh, the refereeing, I mean, Dave Rennie, he, he he had a right spit afterwards. Makes me feel a lot better. The refereeing did seem a bit suspect. Wales try? It was it not Topkins. Forgive me, I might be getting the name wrong. Most referees would have called that a knock-on, surely. I, I, so, I had this debate on Twitter with a few people. Um, so, there's a factual sergeant and a legal sergeant. So, factually, if you accept that the ball didn't go forward, then legally, what's the problem? Yeah. I don't really understand. Oh, I guess, so. well, yeah. I guess at, at best it went straight down. It didn't appear yeah. to go forward. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I haven't looked at it 
at Norton. But in lifetime, I felt like went forward. I was surprised, you know, just as surprised as anyone else. I was a large grind. But if you look at the team and examine the past and decide that it did go forward, I mean, backwards, then it definitely is planned. And a bigger concern is I'm Australia favoring, just stopping. Exactly. Mm. That's um, the concern. Mm. Players like Curtin Deal just stood stuck still through at the arms, here's the ref, and the worst I've got. And it's the first thing you learn in school player rugby is players with it. So even if you think it's gone forward, you make the tackle first and then appeal to the ref. You know? So I I understand the concern from Rennie, from the Australian uh, media or viewers, but as a player, there's no excuse for letting that, that try happen, quite frankly. Mm. Mm. Um, so we don't have a lot of time to get into the game. Australia lost all three games, two of them tight. I know Rennie also complained about how referee decisions cost Australia against Scotland with Michael Hooper's try. Uh, what would they lost all three, but there seems to be a groundswell of well, you know, this team's heading in the right direction. Based what I can see on Twitter, the ultimate representative sample, and they're missing uh, some key players. Yeah, but but I I think that that missing the key players thing is kind of the point. That it's mm. if you think about it, South Africa is missing key players, England are missing key players, mm. New Zealand are just sort of yeah. cock at the moment. Um, <laughs> so. But I mean, like that—that's the whole point. Like, you have to actually have sort of 30 players that are yeah, international yeah. quality, and maybe Australia will be there by the World Cup, but maybe they won't. Like, mm. it is sort of welcome in everybody to you fantasy. See, Australia's sort of is... second choice in a lot of positions is almost like unknown, kind of. So I, I think that is something they're going to have to work on is developing some some squad depth because they sort of injury free they contenders for the next World Cup. Mm. A few injuries they'll be lucky to make it out their pool kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, in in specific positions, but I guess in a way Wales are the same. They're worse. They didn't have they missed quite a few of their starting overseas players against New Zealand and got drilled by a very thoroughly average New Zealand team <laughs> at this point. Uh, so, um, I, I think you make a very good point. You do need to build depth. Um, I think next year will tell us more interesting how they perform in Super Rugby, in a sense. I know it's not the ultimate... Uh, what's the word? Well, it's not the ultimate measure. Mm-hmm. Um, but they need to perform slightly better. Um, they're dangerous. Yeah. I don't know. It's a bit of a mixed one. I wish we could just... We had five minutes with Mitch. So he could probably give us a bit more of a rounded view. They are training in the right direction, but the results are a little bit too inconsistent to really say, well, they are they definitely going in the right direction? Rennie is a good coach. He probably could do better than Steve Hansen, sorry, I mean Ian Foster at, at New Zealand. Um, but yeah, we, we shall I, see. I, uh, well, we, no, we I, don't think, I don't think they're definitely going in the right direction. I thought they were, and obviously that's the thing. they like, beat mm-hmm. us twice earlier this year. So that's like not to you know pretend like we're the threshold, but like that is a very important measure of where they were at mm. that point. You know, being such a surprise at home. I mean, um, like a like shut though. 
every time. They did. Well, there, there was one game where we really played, played badly. Yeah, and they one packed. game where they just played really well. And I felt like they were they were hitting the right way. Mm. And then they started, like, I don't know, like, playing guys like Beal again. I'm, I'm, I'm not a hater, but, like, that feels like a step backwards. It's just, mm. you know, instead of backing young talent, which they have done, um, I don't know, it just seems like they, in hindsight, if they were going to have the end of yeah. year tour that they ended up having, they might as well have, like, played a few younger guys. Yeah, well, but, but this is kind of the point, though, because I think Rennie should acknowledge that Bill, Skelton, Arnold, um, even O'Connor to some extent, aren't the future, really. Yeah. Mm. Like, like, so so if you are building, you got to say, listen, okay, because effectively you, you're wasting caps on Beal at this point. Yes. For for really, in the scheme of Australian rugby, this tour was pretty, um, was pretty a uh, dead rubber. Yeah. Like, you know, there, there wasn't a lot, like Rennie's job wasn't on the line. It isn't a major... So, so if you are going to go and, you know, at least use it to kind of give guys some experience, give guys some, give guys some caps, because also this is only this is the they're going to play Northern Hemisphere 2022, then it's the World Cup in those same conditions. Mm-hmm. So you you're looking at giving guys sort of five games experience of Northern Hemisphere rugby versus ten games experience of Northern Hemisphere rugby, and it's a big difference. Mm. I agree. I think I think the England game is probably the best reflection of where they are. England mostly bossed the game. It's Australia's credit they stayed in touch. But if Wales, I mean Wales are coming to South Africa next year. But if Wales and Scotland go to Australia, you'd expect Australia to draw them. Well, not draw them as such, but beat them relatively mm. comfortably by ten points. Um, but I would have expected them to beat Scotland at least. I know Scotland are a lot better. And just screw Wales. Sorry, Ben. I'm, I'm very much your president of the fan club here. I'm just fuck. I'm over Wales now. No, you were the visionary. No. You were so yeah, um, Dan, I, bet there I told you, they're, they're a nation of whiny cunts and no uh, one listened to me. Anyway, so uh, interesting times for Australia. Very quickly, just to New Zealand. First of all, congratulations, France. Uh, the age group side has been trending over the last few years and it's beginning to show. Uh, I mean, you got Damien Pinot with the intercept try. Intermac, he was excellent. I mean, I look across that French team. You get guys like Foucault, who's outstanding. Dupont, you don't have to say much about him. Woki, Willemsa. Very good. Can't say say anything about that. So uh, France were excellent. Yeah, New Zealand were poor in a sense. They're badly coached anyway. But congrats to France. That was an outstanding game. Um, were, were were New Zealand that poor, or do you think they've just got so like lethargic with just teams being shut? Kind of both, I guess. I, I think lethargic is a very good word. I don't want to use it as an excuse. It is the end of a long season. The box were definitely the best Southern Hemisphere side to go there. Um, we just have issues in the red zone, which we'll get onto. I don't. I just like. I like the choice of a lethargic. They're just very lethargic at the moment. Um, New Zealand, short of ide- short of ideas. Um, so I don't want to give excuses. They're still trying to. Had, uh, uh, Foster's had his whole year to find his centre combo, and he chose to start Quinty Payer, who might be the long term answer, but perhaps he should have played more earlier in the season. I just think those and also Aaron Smith, short of a gallop at nine, he's their critical player. TJ Perinara is on the answer, and he played the whole game last week. There's just so many unanswered questions, even with their type five. 
with you. No, no, well, a, a, a lot of time that, that that that's where no, but that's where it starts. Like if you're not, unless you somehow fucking England who managed to win with the weakest tight five I think I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> um, Absolute child at fucking hooker. Oh, but uh, but 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 apart from that, like like they they just they they building on like they building on quicksand with that with that tie mm. five, mm. like like they are too many. Effectively, what they need is like three props. Fucking give up on your hooker who plays on the wing or whatever. You have enough good wings. You don't need a hooker who plays there. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, you talking about five. he turned down. I saw, I saw a story, and so if he turned down overseas contracts. So he's very lucky that he didn't go overseas. So I've I've always liked him, and he offers kind of that sort of grunt that Cody Taylor doesn't really offer. Who we uh, is uh, Samasoni. Mm. So, mm. and he doesn't play on the wing. He he'd rather be by the ruck. So which helps. But Joe Moody's past it. Um, I think Valada's alright. But offer to him Gafasi, who's do, someone do, who could have stepped do, up. He hasn't quite stepped up, perhaps. Do you think they need a a guy who gets over the ball a bit as well? Because I just 100%. find that teams are just able to put together like. No, they're weak at the breakdown. Because their defense is actually pretty good, but they just don't they sl- everyone turn over enough ball, basically. Yeah, I mean, we're, well, we're not a great comparison because we're outstanding at the breakdown. I'd argue we're probably one of the world's best teams at the breakdown. I mean, it's part of our defense. But I think you're spot on. Um, yeah, but Cody Taylor might steal the ball if it's a back running into defense and he's there. But when it's very much forwards and forwards, been very astute observation. Thank you. They're not winning a lot of ball particularly in those close quarters, which is where very good Northern Hemisphere sides excel. Well, oh, well yeah, it goes back to the top five. Even Retallick, he used to win a lot of ball there. He's not been quite the same player since he, since he came back. He used to be very good at the breakdown. Um, I don't know. They've got questions. Uh, they, they have questions. Don't know their best use trio. I think George Bridge is done, if you ask me. They're better enough. He will not be in the 2023 squad. If he it's is, and that's a a You've been saying that for like a year. No, just for this year. I think Adam, Adam, you, you jumping, you, Alex has been off George Bridge since he cut his hair in 2019. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Alex is. Anyway. Even though he's. I think dra- Ben, I think he's drafted him every opportunity he could get <laughs> since then, but he's so still complaining. He's still complaining. He's done it. Yeah. I'm he's going to have long hair again, surely. Yeah. Alex and George Brendan and Adam are still thinking hookers are the most valuable player. It's like, oh God, he's, yeah. he's, like, he's like all these these like old biases you're carrying from 2012 or whatever. I'm living, no, I'm living in 2018 at this moment. It's like, yeah. you know, I'm in the past. Um, yeah. Okay, look, very quickly, out of the three of you, mm-hmm. who should start at 10 for New Zealand? We need to move on to the SA game, so I know we're running out of time. I've been a bit of a problem. Okay. Wanga was there, the Barrett came back, and I. Foster somehow has created confusion when there was none. <laughs> yeah. just is, um, they just did very better. Like, Richmonger is still one of the best in yeah. the world. Just is very better. Yeah, yeah. no, I, 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 don't, I think the, the problem is they want to play Geordie Barrett at 15. Because yeah. I think you could play... Because if you play... Because the thing is, you can't not play Bowden Barrett. No, no, Adam, Adam, don't, don't be stupid. Where's um, Moana? Yeah, but then what are you going? Where are you going to put Barrett? You do need Barrett. What, John, yeah. uh, Boda Barrett? Boda, yeah. yeah. Like, how do you, how do you justify it as a coach? I feel like you're crowbarring him into Adam, the Adam, team. Adam, listen, how do you justify <laughs> yes, as a coach to your executive board that you have 
was probably one of the most talented and expensive players in New Zealand right now, and somehow you and probably one of the one of one of the best flyers ever. And you somehow don't one have space for him in your squad. Ever. Yeah, I would, I would, I would play him at twenty. That's just a fair. Cover 10, cover 15. What? I was getting there. But, but, but why, why, why would you yeah, play him at 23 when he's, a, when he's a better... Because maybe they should play Geordie at 14, but then you like it such a waste because they have like 50 good wings. And yeah, now they... Jordi's the best for Vague the World. Yeah. After I'll, I'll play. That's the thing. You need specialists. That's possibly why Foster's been a bit rattled. After after Freddie after Freddie Stewart, the first English player I've liked since Jason Robinson. Hey, he looks yeah. good. I mean, fuck England, but he looks good, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I, say. I um, like I love me some Freddie Stewart. Alright, so Matt, Matt, okay, well, I was gonna I was say play him on the bench because then you have specialists and specialist positions, and you've got Mwanga at, at ten because you got the benefit. What yes, would you do with yes. with Barrett, Matt? It's Chile, and you really committed Rugby's biggest head crumb. And which I give, yeah. Yeah, Adam, you've 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 lost you've lost the right to <sighs> fine to, to be interrogator. Fine. I guess quickly let's yeah, move on to the England England I think basically like Barrett yeah. Fred Barrett has like a lot of value as a bomb squad member. Um yes. so you know yeah, maybe for all blacks and I mean just to put a bit of pressure on Manga as well. Because he's mm. he's had an easy career so far. And just said him. Yeah, you know, th- this is this is the thing though. Like, have you seen Moanga step up against a big team? Has he got, has he got Andre Pollard's BMT? The, hot, oh, the problem with Andre Pollard well, is he, o- he only has he BMT. BMT. Like, yeah. no yeah. game, no game is important enough anymore. Yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I've said this before. Moanga's defense effort against South Africa in the World Cup pool stages mm. was mm. severely underrated. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on. Sorry, was Alex. You got to get to a meeting. Meeting pretty soon. Not a meeting, but yes, I'll jump off at top top of the hour. Yes, top of the hour. Uh, oh, I guess we'll start with you. Uh, sorry, not a meeting. Um, just SA versus England. Just your overall thoughts before you. Jump um. In. So, uh, before the game, I said. If we can, I don't believe that their scrum will be strong enough, and therefore we will be able to dominate the game. And there were there was a penalty count of about eighteen by England, mm. eighteen to, to eight, eight. Bars, yeah, and eighteen to yeah, eight, yeah. which is exactly what we're looking for, and we still couldn't win. Mm. So we have no one to blame but ourselves. Our accuracy was shit. Um, it's been said all year in various gyms. I don't believe we play boring brand of rugby as such. I think we have our own brand of rugby. And you know, the whole point of rugby is that every brand can work. Um, and I find what we do being entertaining, personally. Uh, but it, it was unsuccessful on the day. Um, it took about 75 minutes for Freddie Stewart, my new favorite player, to start dropping high balls. Um, but we kept trying him. Um, <clears throat> and ultimately, I just don't think we had a, a good plan going into the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Ben, just uh, on, on that, just your, your take? Um, 
Yeah, it was. It was a. It was a <laughs> the background. Wow. Yeah, um, <laughs> it it was a weird game. It's like we we just forgot to win. Yeah. Like, 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 like everything went to plan and then I just think there were while we are dominating I guess is the issue at the moment while we dominate we're just not putting enough points on the board mm-hmm. um, I, I do um, yeah like, like that the try they scored after they went ahead all, all our try all their tries were just pretty much backline brain fades like mm-hmm. I don't know, know this is very bad yeah, like, 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 I sort of, I, I get the, I get the concept where you leave, you leave space and hard to attack areas or whatever. But I'm sorry, when you on your own line, you cover every blade of grass. Surely that's, yeah. that's, that's the, that's the logic. I get it when you're on like, on like halfway or whatever. So then you, you know, our scramble defense falls across or whatever. So, that, so that was a bit irritating. Um, yeah, I, I agree with. I know some people have been quite critical of Khaleesi's decisions not to go for poles a few times, but I, I kind of agree. We, we are doubling down and trying to just lock them out of it going for the mm. line. Obviously, that didn't work, but you know, like, it's a risk. Um, but yeah, it's um, yeah, it's pretty um, pretty. Um, I'm not overly negative about it. Let's say that. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think. I think England's problems that emerge from that game, like their pack gets completely mangled by ours, is well, far when... harder. To, it's far harder to solve yeah. than our problem of a bit of defensive miscommunication. Yeah, um, yeah because, 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 because saying saying that if we played England again next week, would they be able to find all that space? Probably I don't not. Think so, it yeah. it seems quite an easy yeah. fix. If we played England next week, would our scrum still walk over them? Definitely. Yeah. And I've so, got choice scrum with uh, them stopping the hijinks the first two or three scrums uh, in particular. Yeah. So I'm just agreeing with you in a very long-winded way. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Matt? Mm-hmm. Just, uh, yeah, your thoughts? Your thoughts on that? Yeah. Uh, no. England game? Um, I've got to agree with both Alex and Ben. Like, I think, yeah, we lost, oh well. And... Yeah, and I think the way SA fans behaved on Twitter in the week building up to that game, I think comically we deserved to lose as well, especially to England. <laughs> like, I feel yeah, like we got uh, what we deserved for the way yeah. we behaved. Especially some, some SA media um, yeah. who, who can be disgusting. Um, anyway, yeah, sorry, please continue. But yeah, no, so I think, but yeah. Just, sorry, just for going on, Joe Paul. Cool. Um, but thanks, thanks, Alex. Guys. Cheers, Alex. Cheers, Alex. But yeah, so like I was saying, I mean, Ben, Alex, exactly the same points. Our scrum started off a bit shaky, but definitely found its rhythm and yeah, fucking folded them at the end when we took off our, our starting starting front row. Their, their last scrum, they just sort of went on like, I think, a perfect swan song of just folding the, the, the British, uh, li- uh, not British, English front row Oops. just before they left <laughs> Freudian slip yeah. yes um, yeah no I think it's definitely not like it's not time to throw the baby out with the bathwater and all that nonsense because we yeah like I think they just found one or two weaknesses that we can fix but mm. yeah and I still agree we we definitely deserve to have lost that game because yeah we just got outplayed as well 
Like yeah, we, look, I... we lost. Like I think, yeah, England didn't so much win that game as we lost that game with like shit tackles uh, and that. Yeah, I was, well, like, I was kind of going to go the other way. So like England didn't 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 not do enough to not win the game. So that's really convoluted. So the result, I felt, was a fair enough reflection of the game. Um, I think their last try for their scrum off went to Allender got um, he got pulled out of the line and created the hole. So I mean they they were quite enterprising in attack. As uh, so in full sent through that stat pack earlier this week in the, in the group where the biggest stat difference in that was in the red zone, our effectiveness. And that's generally mm. been our problem all year long. Uh, we don't create enough try scoring opportunities from the dominance that we de- generate within, within mm. the last 10 meters. Uh, beyond our set piece, we've just struggled a lot there. But I think just to agree with you, it is something we can fix and I guess you want to take the silver lining. Good loss to learn lessons from that. I'm starting to sound like Ian Foster. Um, and I, as I said, yeah, but I mean, played is it not a bad thing to sound like Ian Foster? I mean, he's nominated as one of the coaches of the year. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. I forgot about that. One of the four it's, best uh, coaches in rugby right now, apparently. Mm, yes, an, an award nominee. Um, so, yeah, lessons to be. I, I felt like this tour was like eating a Hawaiian pizza in a way. I mean, it's not terrible, it, it's filled me up, but there's definitely better options on the menu if you had a pizza joint. So, um, yeah, I guess we can just leave it at that. Yeah, I, I've gone off a, on the sort of the the Northern Hemisphere tours. Like, I like tours where you play the same team three yes. times. I'd love so just, that. Just because cause it gives like quite a um, a fair review. Yeah, because then then both teams, you know, it becomes like a nice little bit of cat and mouse. Like, mm. obviously the Lions tour had other issues, mm. but I like that about it. How Okay, first game we brought this, they brought that. Okay, we changed our tactics. They they tried to change for what they anticipated. We like I prefer I feel the the sort of the Oh no, it's it's more interesting to watch, I feel. And there's a better there's a better narrative to it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't I that'd be actually pretty awesome. Was we they were joining there's a three week window anyway for these test matches so players can pick their teams. I wonder why they wouldn't explore that. Uh, but look, yeah, Amazon will inter- the rights, so yeah. No, 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 no. I, I sort of, because because the problem is though, say like England playing New Zealand three times, that's worth millions and millions. Mm. But you know, um, Argentina playing Scotland three times, <laughs> not so not so attractive. Yeah, who really cares? <laughs> like, also, uh, when will when will England ever agree to play Argentina three times? that is sort of the thing because i get i guess it becomes sort of more exclusionary though because then people won't you know like when it's england's turn to play fiji or whatever they'll say nah fuck this shit like yeah we, so, we want to play new zealand yeah, again and make money like. yeah yeah well, look there's nothing further i, I want to add um in terms of that we've run a bit over time anything else you just want to add about the game anything else sandra Pollard needs a break um, he's, he's definitely short of just a mental gallop, I think. So I'm glad. No, that yeah, but, but but wait, wait, when's the, the next the next Springbok games or when? Fucking uh, uh, June. Yeah, no, so. no, we got three test series against Wales. Hope we find. Yeah, so. that'd be great. Ben's favorite. All right. Well, yes, Ben's favorite. Uh, all right, I'm gonna just stop us there, guys. Thanks, thanks very much for all your time. Alex, he's he's headed off, so thanks for joining us. Uh, as always, Ben. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I know um, James was giving you some advice how to pod. 
So I hope you've taken it on board. Yeah, no, no, he's he, he's he's not healthy at the moment. He's got a bit of a cold, and it's really uh, affected his mood and stuff. Yeah. That's it. Um, but yeah. I wish you strength. I wish you strength. All right. Um, and Matt, thanks for joining us as well. Yeah. Very much appreciated. Good. Good. And yeah, and and yeah, uh, I'll avoid letting my, letting my child trip over my feet in in the future. If you have been listening, thanks very much for doing so. We will be back. Uh, next week, the URC is back. Should be goodie. Keep up. Stay safe.